0: Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Well, it's summer of 2018. So you know what that means, James. It's time to look back into our 2017 year in review. Hello,
1: Jeff. Hey, James. And a reminder to listeners, if you're looking for show notes or images or anything else that we might uh, talk about or whatever in this episode, head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 We're going to be listing this episode, so I'm sure we will probably put the
0: list over on the site. There'll be lists and links. Maybe. It's it's exciting times over at The Breaking Dads. Don't type The Breaking Dads, (laughs) though, because that's not going to get you anywhere. If you're enjoying the show... Please remember to leave a rating on iTunes. It really helps others find us, and we truly appreciate everyone that's taken the time to do so so far.
1: And finally, thanks to all of our patrons. We appreciate the support. It's awesome and helps us a lot. So thank you. And we're doing our massive blowout extravaganza. It's the ball falling from or rising or whatever it does at the end of the year. It's, it's like New Year's,
0: except we're talking about 2017. We're dropping a uh, Lowell Sphere that's of what Lego. Exactly. From the top of the uh, of the Lego diner, heavy, yeah, yeah, it could be. Don't stand under that. <laughs> That'll crush a minifig for sure. But we don't want to crush minifigs. We want to talk about uh, Lego. Well, let's go back around this time that we recorded is when Lego releases their their big annual report, right? Which is as corporate-y, a corporate thing that's ever been corporated. It's uh, the cure for insomnia.
1: <laughs> it's something. It is whatever the opposite of a page turner is. Yeah, you you text me. You are like, "How's it going?" I am like, "Yeah, I am reading the annual report, and I am having trouble staying awake." It's I I don't mind reading boring financial documents. This is it's especially boring because there is nothing salacious in it.
0: No, nothing salacious, but there are adorable pictures of
1: children playing with Lego. I think they do that to keep you awake every once in a while. I think that's <laughs> then you are like, "Oh, look at that! That's that's well done."
0: I or I think really think it comes down to. Uh, telling the people reading this, hey, remember, it's about the toys. It's true. Corporate ethos. It's about the kids. But there was... We picked out some highlights from the this this beautifully put together. You can hardly spend a lot of money putting the report together. I it does. It has quality. There's color coding. Yeah. There's fonts. I got the impression, I think if we could sum it up, Jeff, I don't think LEGO
1: made any money last year.
0: <laughs> it did seem... Reading it, it's like, oh, man, what a terrible year it was. And uh, to be fair... They did have uh, what you would call issues, I guess. Hmm. Let, let's get into the numbers, shall we? Okay. Because they're exciting. So for the Lego group, revenue for the full year declined 8% to Danish Krona, $35 billion. which Which sounds crazy. I mean, that's terrible. They only made 35 billion, which is about 5.8 US dollars. Uh, that's
1: saying. That's Sorry, mean, 5.8 billion. That's so, so much more sane. <laughs> oh, yeah. wait. That's still absurd.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. You couldn't get over 6 billion? What yeah. a terrible year. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, in 2016, they'd done 37.9 billion Danish krona hmm. or uh, around 6.28 billion US. Right. That's a lot of money. And what did they add? that shift to well a, a big they were spent a lot of time fixing their supply chain okay basically not having as much old inventory hanging around as long uh and that that makes sense uh, as well um the toy market in the their established markets of north america and europe uh dropped they weren't they weren't having the growth they'd had in past years hmm. uh, although china was still growing at at double digits no i wonder
1: how much having uh toys r us go away is going to impact them in the u.s
0: it has to i mean you could say well sure everyone that was going to spend money at toys r us would go on amazon and buy it anyway right but i don't think it's that simple because a good chunk of lego money comes from grandma and grandpa yeah going into a toy store and going they like lego and buying it Hmm. and grandma and grandpa aren't clicking on amazon well i don't know are they or i don't know anymore and not to not to stereotype old people. I have no idea. Well, my grandma and grandpa aren't, but right. also that's, most of them aren't around anymore. So that, that maybe that's is problematic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Wi-Fi is bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know how people are buying. Like uh, maybe they'll see increased sales via Lego
0: Lego dot com. Yeah. Or or even the the Lego stores, which they continue to open. Right. As that might become a, some communities de facto toy store now. That's true. Which
1: could end up being positive for lego i guess more overhead and stuff
0: but more sales i don't know it will be an interesting shift for sure their,
1: their plans are there but
0: maybe the independent stores will finally be able to compete uh, yeah i don't know will we see independent toy stores pop up in the in the wake of toys r us's being gone well the ones we we have a
1: couple interesting independent toy stores here but they tend to be really um uh they, they like expensive n- well I, I was trying <laughs> no i wasn't going to frame it in economic terms uh, just more like the kinds of products they have are really nichey like For sure. they have like you know Like, really odd year. If they're going to get, like, you know, Danish toys, they're going to be import, like, things that you've never heard of. You're like, what is this? And they're like, it's a toy. Seriously. Really? I don't know. It
0: looks like car parts. But uh, part of that, the inventory independent stores have reflect the competition they had. Right. You weren't going to compete with Toys R Us on on Mattel toys but uh, I don't know if they're now going to give the shelf space to Lego I don't there was definitely Lego was there before but it's mm. we're in a weird market anyway because Toys R Us is still around that's true that's yeah. a good point yeah but I don't know us being Canada what Toys R Us Canada is going to look like without the I, mean, if, I Toys R Us Canada is not going to have the exclusive Lego sets no that Toys R Us had
1: yeah and if, whether or not it
0: just gets absorbed I don't know what's going on with that it's going to be interesting it's going to be weird so Lego has that facing. That's for the future, though, James. Let's talk oh, about oh, right, twenty seventeen. Right. Whoa, whoa! And I want to put this this money, this five point eight billion US they earned last year, into perspective. Mm. So for perspective, the Lego Group earned almost fifteen point nine million dollars US per day, six hundred and twenty two thousand US dollars per hour, eleven thousand US dollars a minute. That works out to one hundred and eighty four dollars a second. At that rate. They would have earned more than thirty five hundred dollars since I started this paragraph. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right. James, did we make oh. thirty five hundred dollars in the time it took me to read that paragraph?
1: I did. I last no, I did not. I did not.
0: <laughs> I did not either. Did. <laughs> so, in a weird way, Lego's still doing very well. Yeah, just not as well as they'd hope to be doing. Uh, in Denmark, the average household income is around forty thousand U.S. dollars per year. So, in twenty seventeen, it would it would have taken the Lego group less than four minutes to make that same money. That's bananas. (laughs) That boggles the mind, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: no, I can't even (laughs) comprehend that.
0: Yeah, so sales are down, but Lego's doing okay.
1: No, that's, yeah, I mean, that must be big for them to, after all the, as we've talked about in previous episodes, all the financial woes they had back in the day, they're very conscious of that and they, they seem to be taking everything in stride and being cautious
0: for sure. Like they don't seem
1: like being crazy with their decision making at the moment,
0: and even taking the steps to reduce the back stock available around the world. Hmm. I think it's a good choice for their brand. Mm-hmm. I, I get what they're trying to do, and you don't want to have old stock sitting on store shelves, no, uh, or in back rooms because that's going to limit the orders you're going to get from the stores. Yeah.
1: However, and it's hard to
0: push those new products too, when you've got so much old.
1: You can't retire stuff as quick, and it doesn't make sense. No,
0: and that being said, it, as an adult fan of Lego, I get frustrated because, yeah, at least in our market, I go into Walmart, and half the shelves are empty. Yeah, they don't they don't have the inventory at all, right? And I don't know if that's the lack of ordering from in our market because they they don't know what's happening with toys where I live. Huh. But it has affected my ability to go into Walmart at certain times of year or go into um, London Drugs. I used to always be able to go into London Drugs and get a set at 40, 50, 60% off.
1: Which is our, our, like, I don't even know what that compares to. It's like a one-stop shop. They do. They used to be a computer store that did a lot of electronics. used to electronic. be a drugstore. Well, a drugstore that also did a lot of computer stuff. And now they do everything. Mm-hmm. They're the weirdest place.
0: They're like Canadian Tire. Way to make it worldwide, yeah, Jeff. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, everyone knows about Canadian Tire.
0: Which is a tire store that barely sells tires now and has her own currency <laughs> Canada <laughs> It's funny because it's true yeah
1: yeah I was my uh this this issue of inventory is, is weird too I'm like my my daughter had some gift money and she wanted to get she was looking you know as through the the wish book of things and it was like i want oh, I want this one I was like I'm sorry honey that says uh, retired. Uh, that's out of stock that's not coming back (laughs) and i I think there's gonna be more of that where if you don't get it while it's here it's just bye oh look the new one's here
0: which makes sense because each year lego their sales to consumers about 60 percent of those sales come from new launches wow yeah so you can see why they would want dead stock off the shelves yeah new stock on the shelves you they want that turnover Hmm. the days of seeing us uh, the same set on the shelves year after year after year, uh, or even month after month after month, are going to be gone. Hmm.
1: Which I get. yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Just consumer desire is being
0: driven, and wallets are being emptied. The new hotness. Sadness is... I, I Is this a factor of attention spans, or is it the, the ubiquity of information? And I'm sure I said all of those words right. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, where in the past, you would have to go into the store to see what's new, yeah. but now as a lego fan i mean by the time stuff hits the shelves i already feel like it's old because i've been looking at or hearing about it for months
1: i do feel like they're probably responding to the way the market is acting which is exactly that it's like <laughs> it is crazy nowadays like especially being the, you know we're of the age we remember before the internet and how if something it hits it's gonna be here and done in the time it takes for most people to go make a coffee, and then you're just like, "Oh, that's that was a thing." Whereas before, a fad would or a, or a, a you know a thing that was exciting to people would last for a while. If a toy was new, it w- it would be around a bit. Mm-hmm. No, this will be like, "Oh, that set is oh
0: it's, oh, it's already sold out." But part of it's tough to me because I miss the impulse buy of lego right where i would go into a store so and i would go planning in advance now all of my lego 100 percent of my a lego military purchases, operation yeah it's okay so this set's coming out in six months you it's gonna a, cost a spreadsheet. this spreadsheet you got the
1: q q3 <laughs> here's my lego money and here's what i'm allocating for
0: absolutely that's horrible yeah and then I talk myself out of sets. Right. Because yeah. it's like, mm, that doesn't fit into the budget. Whereas before it was, Ooh, look, I want that. Yeah, I should get that. I should go to there and then you have it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a brave new world out there. It's they're ruining your impulse buying. And everything new is old again. I it don't. Uh, uh. <laughs> so it's it'll be interesting to see how that continues. But hmm. I do get if if the bulk of your money coming in comes from new items, you'll want a lot of new items. And Lego does a lot <laughs> to make sure they have those new items. Yeah, uh, they to create the new products. Lego employs more than 250 designers in more than 40 different countries, though most of the designers are based in Beeland. Huh. Uh, they also invest in trend spotting and anthropological studies to aid in the development of specific studies and campaigns. I thought that was an interesting little just sentence.
1: I like that. They, they yeah, let's call them anthropological studies to to see how it's like market testing. They
0: put children in a room and yeah. see what they like.
1: Yeah, but that sounds good. Let's wrap it in social science. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a fuzzy pillow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's. I mean, they got to spend the money to find yeah, out what, what people want because yes. they're not they're not building a dozen sets. You know, These are tens of thousands. Yeah. It would be a small order, right? No, totally. Yeah. So is it going to work and is it is it only going to play in New York or is this going to get worldwide appeal?
1: Which is funny, you know, especially given that what their best selling lines are. It's weird that they also then are putting all this effort into all this that when they really already know what their best selling lines are like it, it is it's
0: interesting uh, to me I find because they always list their top lines in the in the annual report. But uh, I, I take it with a grain of salt because okay. they list they said in 2017 the top selling lines were Lego City, Lego Ninjago, Lego Creator and Duplo gift sets. Is what I see for sure. I see birthday parties and grandparents. I mean, City makes sense because they make a lot of sets. Yeah, and there's, How, eh.
1: there's a lot of like, hey, let's get the kid a you know a street cleaner, like, or, that, or that's a twenty five dollar set done
0: for sure. A lot of lower price sets, but yeah. they also have the police station and the fire station and the trains. And then you
1: know, uh, Billy likes Ninjago, so let's let's do that for Christmas.
0: And I bet a lot of the money Ninjago made was on some of the larger sets they put out this year. Hmm. Creator again, creator is driven almost entirely by the giant sets or the small sets. Right. <laughs> but yeah. the giant sets are really giant for creator. That's that's your modular buildings. Yeah. That's your if they're calling it a top
1: selling line, it's mm-hmm. gotta be the big stuff. And then Duplo. That shocks me. Huh. I wonder if again if that's just gifts. Lego's I I can't tell you the number of birthdays I've we've given Lego to in the past. Like over the years here, I it's it's books or Lego. Mm-hmm. I don't... We don't vary much off of that. I mean, now that the, our kids are getting older, I think we've done... Uh, the last couple of times with, with your kids, we've done like video game. Right, like, yes. Uh, like gift cards. <laughs> like they're at that age where they are like, I'm not even going to try this. This is... This is the landmine. Here's stuff. Go get what you want.
0: Yeah. I do miss the Lego. Yeah, I know. Just then I'd wait till they take it apart and I go it. in and, Yeah, I get the parts I need. Beautiful. I'm Borrow sorry. them. I'm sorry. I'm wrecking your, your pick a brick. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> that was my best price per part when somebody else buys That's it. That's true.
1: So, yeah, they probably don't get a Lego anymore like they used to, right? Like, it is funny when they're at a certain age, It's mm. it is a good gift.
0: Yeah. I mean, my oldest has definitely entered his dark ages for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the, now all these sets are going to come out that when he's a grown up, he's going to spend tens of thousands of dollars recouping because yeah. he missed out on them. I find
1: with uh, it's even on gender lines. My, my daughter, a lot of the stuff we'll do is it's books or Lego mm-hmm. with hers. And it's in, like the girls are loving all the Friend sets and
0: Elf sets and stuff. Totally popular. Which is weird, because again, I go to, in my store, the friend section is wiped out. After Christmas, they literally had three sets on the shelf. Wow. Yeah. And yet, I don't see friends listed in their top-selling line. That's interesting, eh? Yeah. And I wonder if it's, by top-selling, they actually mean profitable, because they spend a lot of money marketing friends, because it's still new and a new segment for them. And I wonder if the cost of the marketing is offsetting the sales.
1: Hmm. I wonder if they'll see by, you know, it'll be interesting to see what next year's numbers look like.
0: Yeah. And then the, the other sales note that I found odd is uh, is the sentence, Lego Star Wars perfine, performed in line with expectations. Which is which is weird because Star Wars always has the most sets released in a year. So it has to be the top selling line, right? Hmm. I mean, they have, they have Star Wars sets from small poly bags on up to giant 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 death stars performed in
1: line with expectations they were like it's gonna rain money and it did right what they're saying i don't know
0: and as a as a private company they don't have to be super transparent with this information you don't want to say our top selling line by a wide margin was lego star wars hey let's enter into negotiations with lucasfilm for the next the next contract hey disney (laughs) what royalty do you want all of it yeah i I, yeah weird it has to be their top selling line gotta be it has to be. I mean half the store shelf. Yeah. Is, is Lego Star Wars.
1: No, exactly. And it, it, it because it'll suck people in that are even not Lego people.
0: Right. Yes. there are probably more people with one Lego Star Wars set yeah. than one any other set. Yeah, totally. So there you go. Lego's doing okay.
1: <laughs> Lego's doing okay.
0: Profit wise, so so the first number was revenue. How much how much money do they bring in? Uh the big the big thing in a business though is to actually turn a profit and Lego Group took a big hit in 2017. They dropped from 9.4 billion Danish krona, uh, which is about 1.5 billion US in 2016, down to a paltry, paltry 7.8 billion. Danish krona or 1.3 billion US. So that's 200 million dollars less than the previous year in profit. Now, did you mention already where
1: globally where the sales are happening?
0: Yeah, so it's flat in most of the world. Okay. And then China is still having double digit growth. Okay, it still is. Wow. You know, they're still penetrating that market, Hmm. and there's a middle class now that will buy lego over the knockoffs because of the status right. that it entails
1: right interesting okay so it is actually they're they're competing with the knockoff market still like they're, they're sure. actually holding against it.
0: Well, to be fair, the 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 advantage they have if somebody buys one Lego set at its prices, hmm. how many dozens of knockoff sets do they have to sell to make that same That's that true. same r- recover the same amount of money? Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if unit-wise the knockoffs are outselling, but, but revenue-wise and profit-wise, yeah.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Now, we each sat and took, uh, we took a gander through all of 2017, which uh, was interesting. I was like, oh, right. That was 20. 20- wow, 2017. And we, we both picked our top three. Yes, we did. And uh, so, I don't know. Do you want to you go first with uh, your number three? I would love to, James. Okay,
0: Jeff. What is your number
1: three? Drum roll. Imagine your <laughs> drum roll.
0: And to
1: let us know, Jeff. What is number
0: At number three, the collectible minifigure series, The Lego Batman.
1: I wouldn't have guessed this one. This is uh, no. If I had to guess your top three, this wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed this. And now, when you said
0: it though, I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Of course I mean, it is. This is this is as a Lego Batman fan. This series has more figures that I never thought would see the light of day. But here they are, and now they're in my collection, and they're amazing. From obscure villains like uh, Mime, who who is a mime, uh, Orca, who is a whale. <laughs> What? And Eraser. Eraser, who looks like a pencil eraser. I and, like
1: that is one of the best minifigures.
0: Okay, if you want to talk obscure, Eraser, since Batman's inception, has appeared in twelve comics. Twelve. <laughs> twelve.
1: That is bananas.
0: It's insane.
1: That's a deep cut. And he's not even, even He's decide? not even
0: really a criminal. He's just a guy that criminals could hire to erase the evidence of their crimes. He's a cleaner. Exactly what he is. He's a cleaner who was mad at Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne stole his date to the Arctic dance or whatever dance it was. Is that the backstory? That's the backstory. Oh, my gosh. Back in 1953? Mm, 70-something, I believe. Jeez. Very
1: just... This uh, makes uh, sense from you, though. This is a, absolutely. This is a Jeff top three like or uh, number three because yeah i i could imagine you you do you have all of these i have do you, or, all of these did, is this did this come as a as a set or is these this are blind set? bags okay that's so yeah what I was thinking. yeah so yeah. you have all of these and i'm very happy with them how many of these do you have in uh, octopols i don't want to mention that <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it a pretty good like, my my, bag, my droppers, blind bag my blind bag healing skills are not good no yeah so but that's okay That's okay. There's some really cool parts. I tell myself with these. You got to stop putting them in your mouth. That's to to figure out. That's the trick. I have to go by taste. I can't go by feel. I got to go by taste. Yeah. No,
1: there's a little bit more plastic in this. Maybe I should
0: sniff it instead. I don't know, man. I don't know. That that leads to going to the doctor, and you're too old for that. (laughs) That's true. That's a very good point. That was my number three. Wow. What, What do you got at number three, James? It was hard. It, it was, was hard. This, this was so hard, Jeff, because I showed you, I think, my top like eight, mm-hmm.
1: and I had to pare it down before this episode. It hurt me a little bit inside. It really did. I was like, oh,
0: but there's these are so nice. Yeah, you were struggling with it until I asked you the question. Yeah. It's Christmas morning. Yeah. You look under the tree. There's yeah. a box. It's definitely Lego. Yeah. What do you want it to be?
1: And that was a great way of framing it because that, then that was an like immediate decision. It's set number 42064, Ocean Explorer. There's something about the boats that they do. <laughs> I love the boats. I just... I don't know why. I have no idea why. Uh, and this is a very functional boat. It is. And that's there's something very clean about the design it's not like it doesn't look overly complex when you look at it and i like the uh the helicopter and the um whatever you call that thing the submarine those are cool looking so i'm just like "Eh, i'm gonna go with this i mean it's Technic, yeah but
0: it's it's just a really nice ocean explorer set it looks very complete. I yeah. think that's the nice thing. You can almost see James Cameron walking around on the back deck waiting for his little sub to get out. I was thinking this is probably more like
1: Greenpeace and this is ramming whaling ships. That's where the direction that, I was going with. But that you know, would be the direction you you, go. you do your thing. I don't know what would hold up to ramming. I don't think so. The helicopter might do some strafing. I don't know, I don't know what this one's doing, but we'll pretend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, that was, I, I could, yeah. It's a great boat. It is a great boat. And it's, it's 1300 pieces. So you would have a good time putting that together. That, and I, I think that's what, it was just the,
1: the, the size and the, uh, yeah, I was like, it has the fun factor. I'm going to be spending some time doing
0: this. Absolutely. Now you, uh, you're number two. What did you have? At number two, uh, I went with one Oh two five five assembly square. Of course you did. The, I mean, you know that I love me, my modulars. I, I almost did
1: this one as well. I think we had a lot of the same ones. And then I was like, I'm just going to do this one. <laughs>
0: it's it was it's this is such a good set. It's got so much detail crammed into it. It it's does. Just I mean, it was the, the anniversary set. There's four thousand and two pieces. It's absurd. It's just personality on top of personality it's on top of personality. months to build, I think. It it took me a while for sure, and I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, I will say I'm still a little I'm still a little weirded out by the fact that some of the businesses you can only get to by walking through other businesses. I find it <laughs> odd that like to get a photo, you have to rely on a dentist office to be open. That's a little but, odd. But outside of those weirdnesses, yeah, uh, it's just it's just gorgeous. It's just mm. they would outdone themselves. I don't know how they're gonna top it ah
1: i don't know yeah it's and architecturally it's it's nice to look at it's not trying to be too like nothing's garish it's not (laughs) really like look at me it's just it's functional but in a way that it it looks like a whole city block crammed in there just because they did such a like they they melded those those buildings together so nicely like this all very different looking and
0: it's wonderful it does it does perk the street right up oh yeah so that was that was easily my number two. It was not a question. I can imagine. So you built this one. This is one I have built. Yes. Yeah, that, and that see that also makes it closer to your heart. That's true. That's true. There's something about putting a set together that just gives you after you spend emotional connection four thousand
1: five hundred eighty seven hours with it, you you just love it a little bit more. Yeah. Well, my number two Jeff was more whimsical. I, I went in a fun direction. I went. I was like, okay, where what's gonna what's joy. And mm-hmm. joy is embodied by a set
0: 10257 Carousel. Very, very nice. This was actually my number four. I could see it, it. was, It was really close to making its way out of my list, but it didn't have any Batman villains. Ah, uh, well, yeah. you, could,
1: you could have, you, with your giant set of Batman stuff, you
0: could have made this a Batman carousel. If this carousel was in my city, it would be covered with Batman villains. That would be heroes. awesome. That would be phenomenal. And it is, this is, I think what really sells a set is it's a carousel, but it's not just horses. No. They've got your swan and your tiger. Exactly. It's, it's a good classic carousel.
1: It's a good carousel. You know, I think, have you ever been to, uh, there is a carousel here, like a functioning old school carousel that has a Wurlitzer and it goes like 400,000 miles an hour. And it's like old, it's a, it's a old wooden horse carousel.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen that one? I haven't. I think my father-in-law really liked it. He's, he had a thing for castles. I have to tell you,
1: I I got dragged to it thinking this is going to be, it's a historic village area. Oh, is that in
0: Burnaby Village? Yeah. Or,
1: yeah, yeah. I thought okay. this is going to be boring. I've probably walked past it. Oh, no, dude. I, I had a hoot. I would go back easily. My kids have been like, oh, whoa, whoa, oh. whoa, whoa, whoa. A hoot? I had a hoot. It was, was it
0: a hoot and a half?
1: It could have been a hoot and a half. It wasn't a hoot and nanny, but it was a hoot and a half. You know, it was, it was so much fun. So I was like, I think I gained an appreciation for carousel. I was like, mm-hmm. holy cow. Cause, but you think back in the day, this would have been like, people didn't drive that fast. People didn't go 110 kilometers an hour on the roads, whatever that is in miles. <laughs> I, it, it didn't, uh, you can imagine that a carousel really was a thing of wonder at a certain point. It was a, it was a thing you'd go to a date and it was exciting. It was a thrill. Like the actual ride itself, and you, you think of them as being kind of like doo doo do yeah. no, this thing hauls like it's it's almost
0: scary how fast it goes. Right, because it wanted that sense of of motion and wonder, and and, and it, it, does it. it wanted to make you dizzy, and and it was basically drugs. Yeah, exactly, is what it was. It was. Like, hey, let's go do speed. No, yeah, and it, let's it's go
1: do speed. It's really big too.
0: That was I was surprised at how huge it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: That that's how all, like dates go wrong. I think.
0: Yes, I could definitely see uh, the the gentleman thinking this will be a great date, and then is cleaning so vomit off of their shoes and they're like oh, i guess that didn't go well
1: yeah no stay away from carousels and hard drugs kids they're just uh it's, it's all
0: bad especially on dates but it is a wonderful set and and at only twenty six seventy for parts that's, I know, that's not bad know, i didn't even think it was that many parts there's but a lot that, there's going so on many there. details
1: yeah. but anyway you know i just it occurred to me i not even when i chose it but when i mentioned your personal attachment to that last set i thought oh that must be why i chose this because i was like why did i choose this i think oh it's because i have a fondness for carousels now that i didn't know i had previously so huh, there we go yeah all right we need a big drum roll
0: at number one bum, bum, on jeff's list 70620 ninjago city you had to it i this is the only one on my list that i don't own and i i want it like i the only reason I don't have it is because I don't have enough money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, that's a thing? And and I, I have I'm just I, because I have very little impulse control but mm. I want to remain married. Yeah. I try to keep my collection to the superheroes. Right. And I I want to justify so when Jago
1: as superheroes. When you go into the store you stab yourself like with a brick separator every time you walk by this just so that you have I, like this this bad I can't tell you how long I have stared at the display. Oh, it is the it's so nice Jeff. It's every, it's... Blossom tree growing
0: out there. It's the comic shop. Lego designers are famous for how many details they can pack into a set. This is the hall. This is the one. It has to be held up high as the most cram-packed little, there's little jokes in it and there's functional fun things and just a weird cohesiveness.
1: the, The telecom equipment on the roof. And the little air, you know, the uh, the the plane beacon. Mm. Like if you if you cover the top of the set, it actually loses a whole bunch. Oh, for sure. And you add that weird little. I mean, that's not even the biggest part. But you add that
0: weird city detail, and it just is like such. It just has so many things. It, any part you take out, it crumbles. It crumbles exactly. The the cherry blossoms on the side. The right. the river through the tunnel oh, underneath. I know it's amazing. It's just it's it, Lego City, Ninjago City, is the right name for it because it is an entire city packed into thirty-two by thirty-two bricks. And I feel like this
1: has so much play potential wrapped up in it as well. This isn't just a display piece. Like, like I could, <laughs> you could see I know my daughter would be playing with this for like the next year.
0: Well, she'd be put assembling it for like <laughs> the next year. Yeah, as it's only uh, 40, 4867, oh four thousand eight hundred sixty seven parts. But look at it. it. It, I honestly don't know if Lego will ever make a better set than this. <laughs> Period. I, 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 There's people out there just know. cringing because they have their favorites. I guess. But this is going to be... There's a lot of kids right now that are like 12, 13 who are begging their parents to buy this and their parents aren't going to buy it for them. And this will be the thing that they spend a ridiculous amount of money on when they're 30. I think you know this
1: captures that, uh, I think, the image of uh, a city like Tokyo where you've got... So many variant things mashed into a tiny amount of space, where you you will have you know a a, a, a full functional restaurant that's like a closet underneath of some other bizarrely th- like just anachronistic stuff all rammed together. I think it, it, this kind of captures that image, and I don't know what other theme could pull this kind of a set off, where you have that much just jammed in, right? Oh, for sure, and it it yeah it nails it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. It's got. I just. I just. Ugh. I know. I my eyes keep wandering around it as I look at it, and I, I just. It's just an endless like conversation piece too. I think if you if you brought once again you brought somebody over who is not into Lego and you had this on your table, I think it would just be like the the conversation piece for the evening because I think somebody would just be continually finding things and going, oh my gosh, like this is it is amazing. It, it is. It thing. is
0: a set that you have to reach out and touch for sure. Yeah, that is an excellent number one. Ugh. Oh. Way to go, Lego. Okay, James, what do you have for your the best of 2017? I don't have that set
1: because I knew you I knew you were gonna pick that set. And I was like, I'm not gonna pick it, I'm gonna pick something so else. You secretly turned
0: your top three into a top five. Kind of is.
1: <laughs> but you know what? I no, this set is I, I genuinely this is one of my favorite sets. And I, no, probably actually is my my favorite, because I know the Ninjago City is it's just it's a dream. It's a fever dream that's out of the, the grasp of mortals. So I went with set two one three one zero, old fishing store. And I I I don't know why, man. I just I love this ramshackle set. It just has a lot of weird colors and details going on, like all the patches on the roof and
0: So I think I think the Ninjago City is a great example of hyper reality. Yeah. Right? It's it's sort of evocative of a city like Tokyo while not being Right, reality, and this is the opposite of that. It's hyper reality. Wait, it, what did I say? The other thing the other was you,
1: you said Ninjago's hyper reality. This is just pure realism. Pure realism. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A seagull. You know, a seagull's on the roof. People down below just doing their daily stuff out at a ramshackle fishing shack. Yeah. And I don't know. This is one. The minute we I remember seeing this when they were, I think, collecting votes for ideas, and they, yeah, this has got to get built. I, I don't. I don't think I thought this one would get built though because it just was too nice yes and it looked too big and i thought no way but i'm glad to see it there and uh you know it's two thousand pieces it's a substantial set but it's all those it's just the boards and the the detailing on the outside i think we'll see a lot more of that kind of stuff because it, it gives it so much character so easily, having all those plates on the outside like that. We've all passed
0: something that looks like this. If you live by the coast anywhere... Yeah, exactly. You have seen this. That the roof that's been repaired and repaired and repaired and repaired, never replaced. Yeah. And it's both weathered and worn down, and yet sturdy and strong. And then my, my, uh, my whaling ramming vessel
1: can just park up uh down the down the shore i didn't realize i had two nautical themes for my uh that makes sense that we live on the west coast i guess yeah yeah there's a it's something that personally appeals to us that is totally what it is that could be why you were humming come sail away yes the whole time and i've got this cob pipe in my mouth i'm sorry it's a bit smoky in here right now yeah my dad used to have a cob pipe did he yeah for real (laughs) It it was a weird affectation, wasn't it? He was like, "This looks cool."
0: Was he wearing a, like a captain's hat? He had several pipes. The cob pipe was not his primary pipe. Ah, uh,
1: yes. You, was it he... like a cherry, cherry red pipe or something?
0: His primary pipe, yeah. Uh, it was. It was a dark wood. I don't think it was uh, cherry, but it was a dark wood, maybe a walnut. I guess Your your dad's a. He would have been a formidable man with a pipe. He would have. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah. He's he, still he, around. I He's, do, he yes. just doesn't smoke I, yeah. anymore. Yes, which is good. I'm Glad <laughs> his, to hear that. His children all made him quit smoking. Yeah, no. yes. It's <laughs> a good aside. I don't know where that came from. I think because it's such an old building, you know, that's that's making me think of past days. And then you said corncob pipe, and that yeah. was that was it for me. I was I was I was transported back to when 1984. When you know
1: somebody who smoked a pipe, it's it's a very like it's one of those weird details. Yeah, it's not no one does it anymore. But when you know a pipe smoker,
0: it's like. That's
1: you it's ingrained in your mind. I
0: mean I, lo, I know a lot of pipe smokers now, but they're not putting tobacco in their pipes. No, it's a lot of vaping, and we should mention we're in the west coast of Canada yeah, again, we, yeah, yeah. that was a big year for it was a big year for Lego. They did, and I think the the biggest change of all that we didn't even talk about yet is that uh, Lego managed to change their CEO twice <laughs> in 2017, yeah, uh, which is pretty impressive. So, in October of 2017, Niels B. Christensen, no relation to Ole Kirk Christensen, right, uh, took over from Ballypata, who was only CEO of Lego for eight months. That was a short term. Short term, and he was the first non-Dane CEO in the company's 85 years. And they, uh, they didn't like what they... I th- I think that the story is that he, he did great he did fine that they were did.
1: of course he did that
0: he w- he was an older man that knew he wasn't going to have the job for long maybe only a couple years makes sense that maybe they gave significantly it to him. less <laughs> yeah he'd been with the company a long time ah uh. Uh, but then uh, this new Christensen <laughs> became available uh, he apparently comes from from did I say Dan Foss I think so yes which is a large I believe food agricultural I, b- I
1: believe they do weird food exports here yeah yeah that's so another big
0: Danish way. company where they're like here, here's the man we really want good job good job Bally yeah yeah that was a, that's a big that's a busy year no for a company that has not had a lot of CEOs no to have two in one year exactly I mean, they've had two fires in one year, but they haven't had two hires to that position in one year. And I think
1: that that would make them be conservative. Yeah, like, for sure. No, let's, that stability is good. Let's stick with stability.
0: Let's have a Dane in church. Exactly.
1: I'm sure uh, everybody listening has their uh, favorite top three, top 10, top 25 from last year. Because, man, there was a lot to it's choose from. A lot from.
0: to choose from.
1: Head over to the show page. Let us know. I'm curious always what people... Uh, what was doing it for everybody else?
0: I, what is the personal story behind your favorite? Is there a favorite on your list that you didn't get to build that you want to build desperately? Or were you one of the lucky few that got to build your top three? We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any other comments or anything else you want to yell
1: at Jeff, yeah, you can do so over on Twitter. I'm at still Sorting. And until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.